When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Formula One is back down under for 2023 with the fast cars, the big money and the huge egos bringing all the usual fanfare and excitement and controversy as the expert pilots are set to burn fossil fuels, I didn't write this, and rubber on the Melbourne Park track, uh, Albert Park in particular. And here to chat more about that and her excitement is our favourite Formula One freak, Aroha Hathaway. Good morning, Aroha Hathaway. Oh, if only they'd bring back the V10s. But sound so good. Can you do V10s with renewable fuel? I need to ask Christopher Luxon. He's announcing his his climate change package, including renewable fuels. You won't have a chance to go to that because I I would imagine uh, you've got a cab booked to the airport um, to get to Melbourne. So... Um, Do you know, it was touch and go, Smithy. It was touch and go. That was going to be a thing. And then I was $5,000 was the last ticket I could get. Wow. That's expensive. That is expensive. One of my friends said to me, that's uh, not bad. And I just thought to myself, well, I don't know how we're friends if that's not a bad price. How are we even friends? (laughs) Um, Yes, I'm excited. But I think the thing I'm most excited about is that I get to watch it in the daylight. Yeah. And and I'm usually here trying to tr- pretending to do my job while I'm watching it on seven different screens in the newsroom. So um, uh, <clears throat> and paying very good attention to the current affairs that are happening around the world. Absolutely right. Let's uh, look at uh, this is the third uh, race um, already. Uh, it's Red Bull uh, who are dominating. Is this what we expect this weekend? You know, that's what a chatbot would have. St- Bat out too, and that's what they'll probably spit out every week. Red Bull's dominating. It's so boring. I like that. Checo won last week, um, and they made all these changes to the cars to have to avoid the same dinner dished up every single race. Uh, but it hasn't really worked. Now it's just a different. It's a different dinner, but it's still going to be the same one for the next few years. So the dominance continues, oh. and it's even bigger. I think. What are the changes, specific changes, and why haven't they worked to even the playing field? Uh, well, um, the kind of aerodynamics that are being used on the cars now, it's kind of like they, well, they've always relied on downforce and sort of the sucky effect holding the cars sort of gets sucked down onto the deck uh, and the and the tarmac. It's even more so now, so it's an aerodynamics-based uh, reverse airplane, I suppose you could you could call it, and um, which is what causes the porpoising. Because if you've ever blown, taken a hairdryer and blown it at a piece of paper and watched it sort of, you know, a, a piece of paper on top of a desk and watched it bounce up mm. and down, that's what caused the porpoising. So that's part of the the new regulations. And they were, you also kind of rely on the fact that every team has this new set of rules, and then they have to go and it's sort of like a um, a tech show where you go, here's some stuff. Go and see what you can make. And you hope that that's a leveller first off. And it was for everyone except Red Bull. And Mm. Red Bull had reliance issues at the beginning of last season. You know, they didn't win at um, Albert Park last year. In fact, they haven't won a race there 
um, since Sebastian Vettel won in 2011. They've only won once in Australia, uh, despite having Australian drivers on their teams many, many times when they wrote those races, Mark Webber and Daniel Ricciardo. Okay, so let's look at the track. This is Albert Park, and I, I can say that I've been around Albert Park, but in an Uber, uh, and that's in the last few months. Quite a slow uh, speed, I would imagine. So all I can say is, is I've had a look at uh, some of it. Uh, 5.278 kilometres, 14 turns. Uh, this 58-lap race, which will, uh, in, in the end, they'll, they'll rocket round 306, uh, just over 306 kilometres. So there you go. Um, I've well done a little done, bit of homework Smithy. there. You sound like Crofty. But, um, Last year, the race record was um, was with Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc. Um, yeah, yeah, he's got the he's got the race record for Melbourne. That's right. Okay, so well, he um, won. So you'd have to hope that he had the fastest lap there. So is is that a reason why Red Bull haven't won there? I'm, uh, the reason I gave you the dimensions and and ramifications of the track. <sighs> well, you're a little maybe you're closer to the truth because it is a street circuit sort of place, right? It has been hard to overtake there, but they've made changes to Albert Park and Daniel Ricciardo helped with some input, so he reckons, that helped with the redesign. So they've introduced an extra DRS zone, they've changed some of the corners, it's made the track a bit faster, but it's still essentially a street circuit. You know that because you've been on it in an Uber, which... Mm. Um, by the way, you won't be able to do anymore, Smithy, not during an F1 week. All the track no. walks have to be just track walks now. You're not allowed to go on there and with electric scooters or with bikes anymore. They've banned it. Another cool FIA rule that no one cares about. But the rules that do pertain to motor vehicles, they can't get right, like the bans they put on Fernando Alonso last time out. You know, he was third place. He wasn't third place. He was third place, so... You won't be able to Uber around Albert Park anymore. But, yes, it's a fast track and a street circuit track with walls quite close and some of the corners they've flattened out a little bit to give it a bit more steam and they've given more DRS zones. But you're right, the track does suit. Well, I know it suited Red Bull too last year, but the car blew up. So they had some reliability issues. Right, OK, let's look at um, Verstappen and uh, Sergio Perez, Aston Martin, Fernando Alonso and Lance Stroll. Mercedes, George Russell, Lance Hamilton, Ferrari, Carlos Sainz Jr. and Charles Leclerc. Is that where we're looking? Are that basically the four teams we're looking at here? Yep, that's, and I wouldn't see, I mean, you might see Alpine get in there with Pierre Gasly giving it a nudge. Um, the What people really want, I think, we want anything this season that's going to add to the excitement because, you know, first and second, is in our in, in most fans' mind, if you're a Red Bull fan, you're you're loving this. You're basically living the last, besides last year and the year before, um, Lewis Hamilton's seven victories. And if you're a Lewis Hamilton fan, you've had your fair share. So now, if you're a Red Bull fan, you're like finally. But these four teams sort of can't compete evenly. You've got three teams in there, and then Red Bull. So unless something happens to their vehicles. Um, or some weird penalty gets dished out to them. Um, those three teams, and those three teams are kind of interchangeable. I think Mercedes is a little bit faster than they thought they would be. I'm sure Ferrari's sitting there wondering how the heck they're not. I don't think they're even second on the constructors table. I think Mercedes is sitting second at the moment. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but you would have thought last, you know, in the last couple of years, McLaren would be up in that mix and the and the best of the rest. They're nowhere near it. And that's a bit of a shame because Oscar Piastri is the Australian home driver, um, replacing mm. another Aussie, 
Daniel Ricciardo. The job was replaced by Oscar Piastri's manager, Mark Webber, who's another Aussie who did all the background work. So it's Oscar Piastri's home Grand Prix and he's in, he's, he's may as well be driving a blimmin' papaya. Stick some wheels on it and we'll probably go faster. <laughs> Which is Listen, sad because um, McLaren's, you know, McLaren is my is my yeah. real favourite team because it has a New Zealand history to it. So I really want yeah. that car to go fast, but they're just it's not Team Papaya, it's Team Lemon at the moment. Team Lemon, right? So well, here's an interesting sideline to this: Max Verstappen's contract is up soon, and will surely be in uh, high demand, but very expensively so. Yeah. Um, what do you think here? What are you thinking here? I think he's through to twenty. Wouldn't it be nice to see he? the best? Wouldn't it be nice to see the best driver go to a, um, a slightly less efficient organisation and build it? Uh, uh, that's incredibly painful as a fan of a driver. If you were a fan of Sebastian Vettel and you watched him move on from Red Bull to Ferrari, which wasn't a team with no money and no resources, and then win very little... Comp- you know, unfortunately, he had the bad... Uh, fortune of having to go up against Lewis Hamilton at the same time as he moved to Ferrari, so that was no fun for him. But yeah, I mean, you make it sound like a great dream, Smithy. It would need to be a lot more money, and I can tell you that those guys who are used to coming first don't want to come anything but first. It would you'd have to come out of retirement to rebuild a team, I think, like Fernando Alonso did to make it worthwhile, mm. because you know you're starting at a different place, respectively. Um, and ego, I think ego would be. You'd need to have a lot of money. You'd need to be like, mm. you'd need to be Lawrence Stroll kind of money. More than that, even. Why? Who do you think? So where do you want him to go, Smithy? What do you want to rebuild? I, look, I just want to see it more even. I just want to, and that's why I'm looking forward to this race this weekend because Red Bull's history doesn't suggest, you know, they're going to have to overturn history for them to win on this track, which is quite interesting for me. Explain this to me. This, the, sure. the cap is now 145 million US. Basically equates to two hundred and thirty-two million dollars New Zealand. Unless you're Red Bull, yes. Yeah, designed. It's designed to level the Formula One field. Mm. Why isn't it working? Why isn't it working? I think it will work eventually. It doesn't work straight away, um, because incrementally teams get brought closer together. If you're winning and you're at the top, you start getting less wind tunnel time, and so you you lose greater privileges. So even though Mercedes really wanted to come second last year in the in the constructor series, coming third was more beneficial to them because they had more wind tunnel time. So those things are designed to um, give you a make sure that that law of diminishing returns becomes a becomes a real mathematical equation and it takes time and it's essential but the other thing is you have to be sticking to it right if you're not sticking to it then you're getting some kind of benefit somewhere else red bull can say as much as they like that they got no benefit from their overspend and we all know that that can't be possibly be true otherwise they wouldn't have had to overspend they would have mm. been able to stick with, and unless the barriers are as rigid as the street barriers around the circuit, um, which is, we, we can change tracks to, you know, unless they're that rigid, it won't work. So it has to be 100% um, enforced. I can see a text there saying, who's the bolter this weekend? Yes. Oh, I just reckon I it's just Fernando. Look- There's no one else. Oh, I- no one else has got a car just- fast enough. I was just looking at the betting, uh, to be honest. Max Verstappen, unbelievably, a dollar thirty. <laughs> Perez, 
$5.50. I mean, $1.30 in a race with all the ramifications and all the variables that can happen. I mean, we're talking technology as well as skill here. A $1.30 favourite. Um, and Fernando Alonso, your bolter, you might say, eight bucks. Charlotte Clerk, 20 bucks. Oh, that's harsh. Oh, I hope he doesn't read that because he's quite good. And he won there last year. And he's had some, as well as some technical malfunctions, they also had some poor calls off the pit wall last year. And then, of course, Matteo Binotto being fired as a result of it. There have been some personnel changes. I mean, McLaren's made some personnel changes over the last couple of weeks too. They've done a bit of a shake-up to try and get back to winning ways. I don't know how that fixes the papaya lemon. They've got a couple of good drivers. Teams are doing everything they can. Like, let's not, let's be really clear. They are throwing everything within their price cap, their budget cap, they're throwing everything at it. You know, Toto even mm. turned around and said, I would completely copy Red Bull's car. I wouldn't even mind sticking a Red Bull sticker on the back of it to say thanks for the copyright if I could win races. They're, they're desperate. And it means money too, you know, the, the amount of money you win from a first in the constructors compared to second helps you develop that car the next year round. What else do you want to know? Smithy, is there anything you really want to know? I'm sure that people who are Formula One fans, they've already got their opinions and they know everything. Formula One fans are so hardcore know-it-all nerds that I hate telling them about anything about it because you're either going to be stabbed in the face with their eyeballs um, or it's very polarising. It's a bit like politics at the moment. Right, okay. Um, What we are not going to see is... uh um, too many um, over-celebrations uh, from the, the, the crews <sighs> because FIA have clamped down on this. They're saying climbing the wall, hanging off the wall during checkered flag moments are completely out now. There will be strict penalties for that. Uh, uh, <clears throat> I just got myself together. Thank you. Uh, there, I glitched when I first read about that. There have been some... Dungy-ass rules, man. They're trying to ban Lewis Hamilton from wearing his nose ring. He's been wearing earrings, and I, just for you, Smithy, went back, and I stalked all the photos of Lewis Hamilton since he started racing, and I I found him wearing earrings from as as early as 2010 in his race suit on, on the grid. So, you know, you, you get fined if you wear a nose ring now. You, you can't ride a bike around the track walk. And now the teams can't stand by the finish line and, and kind of put their arms and wave their hands around at the finish line if they're on the fence. I do understand that it might be a bit dangerous if one of them were to topple onto the track. But it seems so mad that they would have a blanket ban You'd think that they would have a quantifying word in it, like being on the tr- on the fence in a way that seemed to be unsafe. I actually went and looked up Appendix H, Article 2.3.2 of the FIA ISC, and it said it is forbidden. This is the very last sentence. It is forbidden for personnel to climb on pit wall debris fences at any time. Any action by the team breaching this ban will be reported to the stewards. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant research. I think that's absolutely fantastic. I've researched the weather. Showers today in Melbourne. Fine, uh, mostly uh, cloudy uh, Saturday. Sunday, partly cloudy, but a lot of sun around. So uh, we won't be worrying about uh, tyres and that sort of thing. Oh, the tyres are down. The tyres have been getting chewed through, Smithy. There's been a lot of dig on different tracks. So I'm hoping that this track will... I can't even remember what the degradation like was, was last year. 
but that's one of the things, you know, with these new tyres. They've, they've got whole new tyres. They're a whole different shape, a whole different size, and they're still figuring out what the degradation's like on them and the vehicles. Um, but I hope for rain. It seems like only rain or a blown-up Max Verstappen engine. I used the word engine. Mm. Max Verstappen engine um, will change the odds on that race. Okay, well, you've prompted a lot of texts and you can see them. Uh, we haven't got time to answer them now, but you might like to at some point. What happened to uh, Terrell and Lotus? Uh, loving the Formula One chat. I, I hope they pay you in bluff voices for the next weekly chat. Uh, Paddy's come in and said, the only thing stopping Max is if his car had a failure, Checo is an obvious second choice because with four DRS zones that Red, Red Bulls will be over one second a lap faster than everyone else. That's technical. Um, and uh, hi guys, I'm with you. Uh, 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 bring back the the V10s was there in 2005. What an awesome sound! So uh, you've prompted a lot of uh, conversation here, Araha. Uh, uh, we thank you for your time this morning. Um, how how are we to be watching the race? Uh, loudly, because it's during the day. Usually, I have to keep it very quiet so I don't wake up anybody else yeah. or disturb the boys who are on air. Um, and with something sparkly in my house, surround sound, and I'm being serious. I have seven screens. Ooh, you're amazing.